3: Today's show is pre recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better ask. Had all,
4: had all, suit on looking like the black dog, giving a ball, like the million bucks, bucks, things in its cups.
5: Don't tell me, who could it be? Steve Harvey, oh my god
6: the first uh, hands together we why don't
5: you oh, join yeah yeah, me? yeah. Ooh,
2: show, Will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Why? Because God, God is in the blessing business. If you go get in line, he has something for you. God is amazing. The plan he actually has for you is so far greater than you can possibly imagine. It's really mind-blowing. And as I look back on where he's brought me from and what he's currently doing for me, all I can do is tell you is God. That's all I can tell you because I tell you right now, I didn't foresee it. You know, it it oftentimes amazes me when I listen to celebrities when they interview, how they say, you know, I always always thought that this would happen for me. And I just, you know, it could be true. But for me, it's not that way at all. I didn't imagine it this way. I had a dream of becoming famous one day, but I had no idea it would, it would ever get to this. It was a very, very simple uh, desire for fame. There is no way I could have seen all this. There is no way. I am telling you, this is this has been nothing for me but the grace of God. And all the times I failed, every time I had fallen, he picked me up, he dusted me off, and he kept me moving. It has been an amazing thing to watch God do what he do. As I look back on my history, and you sometimes look back on your history, you've got to see, man, wow, what God has done for you and what he's brought you through to enable you to be where you are. It is amazing. Because really, I mean, really, real talk now, had he allowed all of the decisions I had made to play all the way out, I can assure you I wouldn't be here today. But God, through this grace and mercy, who had a plan for me, who was just waiting on me to come get in line, and then he was going to start emptying out. He was going to start shipping out all the boxes in heaven with my name on it. And man, what a great God he is. What a great God he is. And you have boxes of blessings with your name on it that he is waiting to ship, but he needs you to go down there and get in line. That's what it is. It is not that he has more boxes for other people than he do you. He got boxes with your name on it who have never been shipped Because you will not get in line to go get them. You will not ask God for them. You will not do the things necessary to attain them. We stop our own blessings, man. I have been the biggest stopper of my blessings than anybody else. I can't really get mad at nobody. I got nobody to blame for my existence but me. But then at the same time, I can't take credit for this. I really, really can't. I kid you not. I cannot take credit for it. And if you ever see me taking credit for it, tap me on the shoulder, say Steve, pull up. Remember you said this ain't about you. If you catch me taking too much credit, you have my permission to stop me. Now, here is the deal, though, and and this is what I want to get through to you today. Moving forward, while under attack, new level, new devil. You know, every time you go somewhere, every time you try to progress, every time you make a decision to be better, to do better, there's going to be a confrontation you're going to have because it is the enemy's job to not see you go forward, do better, want more, behave yourself. There is a force that is operative out there that has people working on his behalf 24-7. You got a computer? Go, Go read a blog. Just go read a blog. They busy, man. Not knowing, but just saying evil stuff constantly. That's their job. Well, here's, here's what happens. I, you, we, have to always keep moving forward while we're under attack. Because the attack is going to always come. If you allow the attackers to stop you, you will lose that particular battle and you cannot afford this. You know, my father used to say, uh, be careful when you're trying to kick somebody off the ladder because you got to take your foot off too, and you might slip. And so when people are taking their feet off the ladder, most some of them, may, most, the majority of them ain't even up on a the ladder. They just at the bottom throwing stuff up at you. They are just shaking your ladder. They ain't even, uh, they ain't even on your level really tell you the truth. They really not. You have moved on far beyond them, spiritually, physically, everything. But they are still shaking your ladder and attacking you. Keep moving forward while under attack because the attacks are going to come. If you take the time to stop and address it, you are impeding your own progress. This is very important to understand. Go on about your business. And remember, Steve Harvey, and remember those of you out there, there is a Bible verse that helps me out every time. And I don't know why. I got it on six different plaques sitting all around my offices. Everywhere I go, I can read it. Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. That because this is, that he will put me under his wings of protection. And this is my inheritance as a servant of the Lord period i'm his boy he my man so so dig so so when you come in for me i have to just rest on that law right there that he got it that no weapon formed against me shall prosper I'm just like you sometimes you know we know better but sometimes we don't do better man let them say what they're gonna say when they get through saying it when they get through writing it, when they get through talking about you, when they get through lying about you, guess what they're going to have to do? They're going to have to step back and watch you rise. They're going to have to kick back and watch what God got for you because nothing God got for you can't nobody stop it. I don't care what they do. Keep moving forward while under attack. You know something? I'll tell you something. man. Minister Louis Farrakhan taught me something very important one day. He says, Steve, remember this. He said, it is a common thing for a dog to bark up at the moon. But if the moon barks back at the dog, the dog becomes famous. You feel me? The moon was talking to you? What did you, how did the moon stop and talk to you? Don't give them that. Let the dog bark up at the moon. Don't you be up there. You go where God got you going. Don't bark back at this dog because the dog come famous because they ain't going to be able to get to you, but the dog is famous. Now they want to interview the dog. Now the dog, guess what? He's going to do more barking. Guess what? About you. Man, go on about your business, y'all. God is in the blessing business all day long, man. Go get in line. Get you some. Get them packages and boxes shipped to you. They got your name on it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology leads you to a pot of gold of top talent. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, either one, however you want to look at it. Good morning, everybody. Man, today is a great day. I expect great things to happen today. You know what I did on weekend? Uh, I was um, woke up and then started doing my normal uh, meditation and prayer. I decided to cut on YouTube and I just went directly to Joel Osteen. I don't, I don't, I wasn't really intending on that, but I just woke up and God just pressed the button and the first sermon, and I didn't have to look. Scroll. The first title of the sermon was "God Got This." And man, I pressed play and I listened to that whole sermon. And can I tell y'all something? It's exactly what I needed to know. Cause God got this. I was troubled by something. I was worrying about something. I was trying to play my cards right with a certain situation. Mm-hmm. I had to calm myself down. God got this, period. <laughs> man, here it is Monday morning. He done woke me up again. God got this. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. I'm all right with that. You know why because god got this i don't care what they do to me it don't matter god got this i don't care what they say to me how they vote how they how they uh, people don't see the vision and the dream it don't matter god got this steve harvey morning show shirley strawberry Carla pharrell mouth of the south uh junior government name kill space uh junior what's on your mind man
3: let me ask you something, Unc, man. And uh-huh. I, really, I need to know this, man, because you, you, okay. you know, 65 years. I just keep coming back to yeah. the well. What would you say, Unc, is the key to a strong marriage? Because I don't want to have a regular marriage. I, I i really want my wife to understand that I'm here for the long haul.
2: Took me three times to figure it out, Jesus. Anyway. I just want to share Not that about with you. Jesus. Well, it Jesus is about ass. me when you asked me. I just took <laughs> me three times to figure it out. That first two trips, I clearly missed the mark. Uh, Wait a
3: minute!
2: Big uh, uh, happened, man. Steve, mistake. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> took me three times. to figure out. <laughs> Well, so I finally figured it out. Two things, Junior. I know it sounds cliche ish, but communication is the key. But I'm talking about regular talks because if you don't have regular conversations, one person in the marriage can start thinking a certain way overnight. And if you all don't have regular conversations about those thoughts, those visions, those dreams, you know, because people change their mind. And just because they change their mind, they don't have to notify you of it. And if you're not talking, you really won't get the notification. And you can look up and next thing you know, your partner's in another direction and you thought it was supposed to be going. So communication is the number one thing. The second most important thing I learned was this. You cannot solve your problems in your marriage outside your marriage. Mm. Oh my
5: God! Mm. A whole word.
2: Do not A introduce, do not introduce an outside party into your inside situation.
6: Yes, this sir. It's true. This don't is true. do
2: that because they don't know all the dynamics, mm-hmm. and it's gonna lead to trouble. And if you think wow. you can fix your loneliness by getting company somewhere else, Uh, Well, you better counsel this morning, Mr. Harvey, up in here. I told you, it took me three times to get there. Experience. Uh is the best
6: teacher, baby. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll have some church complaints right after this.
5: You're listening to the Steve
6: Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now for Church Complaints with Reverend Motown and Pastor with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. Reverend
2: yeah. and Pastor mm.
1: and the dean. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: All of them. <laughs> whoa, we you know, folk gather most proficiously. We monocate mm. this thing that we biologically <laughs> and dutifully do declare. That I, up. being the pastor of this gathering of conglomerations, Knowing full well that he is the pilot of arbitration, yeah. uh, that he is the bulgarian, <laughs> 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 come on now, or oh, forgiveness.
0: Preach, man. We bastard.
2: gather this morning for church complaints. Yeah. And realizing that as we Austrianize ourselves <laughs> and gather in a most <laughs> proquivious <laughs> way, it is yeah. now time. For church complaint, you better. Boy, you know what? I want to thank the Lord for my granddaughter, uh, yeah. for my granddaughter Eugenia, or uh, for buying me a brand new thesaurus, which has oh, completely that's, that's opened so up my preaching. I'm just mm-hmm. opening pages and pointing at words and using them in the sentence immediately. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Eugenia Motown,
6: your granddaughter, Eugenia Motown, Reverend.
2: Eugenia Motown, that is uh-huh. her. That's your baby. Uh-huh. That's your grandbaby. She, she's the point and works at the Motown Museum. What? Ahead, okay. Uh, we got
0: a situation, Pastor. Uh, Sister Lois was at the bake sale, the Christmas bake sale on Saturday. Now, the problem is she brought her parrot, Petey. Petey the parrot. She brought him along. Now, the children and everybody was enjoying the parrot. And everything was going well at the bake sale. But then Brother Jolivet walked in, and then the parrot started talking. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jolivet! Oh, Jolivet! Oh, Jolivet! Bring it, Jolivet! And then, unfortunately, Sister Jollivette was there, too, and she ran out. Uh-huh. And now Brother Jolivet is trying to kill the parrot. Sister Lois wants you to talk to this man.
2: Well, oh, in this instance, I must concur with Brother Javalet. He uh,
6: killed a bird?
2: Yeah, you know, snitches uh, get stitches. And seeing as I ain't nobody a veterinarian at the church, your stitches could lead to your demise. Lord. But you must shut down a bird that's filled with such iniquity. Mm. So I can't stop Brother Jolly he, the And the bird is only doing what the bird do, repeating what he heard. Yeah. Brother Jolivet don't Patty. want any business right. all over the mm-hmm. church. So amen the bird now. got to go. Mm. Mm. Petey the bird.
5: Mm. Pet. Is it Petey? <laughs> yeah. It's Petey pet won't pet. be
2: at the next bake sale is what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: bird <is> aside. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: wow.
0: <laughs> bird aside. Is- all right, Pastor. Herschel Walker was seen running in the woods in Georgia. He said he's <laughs> running away because uh, he say he running away because Mr. Trump is mad at him. <laughs> and see, he said he was headed west. Now, ain't it supposed to Not be north? north. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But we, should we save the boy? He just seems to be really out of control. No, now, I don't we're going to let his this.
2: dumb ass run west. <laughs> I had to go with them dumbass stories he done told. We so tired of Herschel, them white folks is fitting to wipe him off like a bounty paper tile.
5: Just clean. They so,
2: you'll never, they'll never, Do you won't hear from him no more. Uh, he failed in the usage. There will be no return runs. Nothing about him will be heard of again. He's finding out that he is a lost Negro, a slave to a master that Uh don't care about you. Uh Run, Herschel, run has taken on meanings throughout his entire life. First, it was with a football, run, Uh a Herschel run. Then it was for the Senate race in Georgia, run. Herschel Run. Now that he has lost and has no value of any kind, mm-hmm. now it's time to get out of here. Run Herschel Run. Run Herschel. Mm-hmm. And you sure can't run over here to black folk because we <laughs> have no idea who we're you done. Are. Yeah. Or yes,
0: all right, uh, we got a one of our members is in jail, Pastor. Brother Donna Ray was at the supermarket. He had twenty-two items in his basket and got into the line that's supposed to be for 15 items. And uh one of the person behind him said, You got too many items. And then the fight broke out because he had too many items on uh in the in the 15 item line. And he's in jail, so the, he's asking if the church can bail him out uh, tomorrow, uh, Monday, uh, well, t- well, today, Monday morning. Yeah, we
2: will, we will be assisting him in that. Uh, I've been guilty of that myself. I don't so care. you've done that before. <laughs> I <laughs> always go to the 15-item-or-left checkout line. I agree. grocery cart full of stuff.
0: stuff. Uh, yeah. But
2: I count different than most people. See, if I got eight canned goods, that's one item. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You figure, Pastor. Because that's that's one item. If I got eight cans of spinach, that's just one item. And then I never have more than seven items ever. Uh Because I consider each food group on the pyramid an item. It's on the back of the loaf of bread. Mm. (laughs) So all my vegetables, that's one food group. All I ever have is seven items. I had had two grocery cars one time. I got in 15 or less line. Cause Cause that's all you had. That's all you I had. used the pyramid on the back of the bread bag and that <laughs> lets me use the 15 left line. See how it works. Oh, all gracious right. God, I'll fall.
6: <laughs> Thank you, Pastor and Deacon. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, our chief love officer, Steve Harvey, in the building, ready for your love questions right after this. <laughs>
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Trevor Noah brought his late night show to an end with a tribute to amazing black women in his life. He really did. He said some beautiful things. Junior and and Your Care's Hope Foundation had its annual Christmas toy giveaway, Junior. And Steve Harvey is set to debut his Elevate brand in 2023. Let's jump it off. But right now, yeah, it's time for Ask the CLO with our Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, and the building ready for your love questions. Chanel in Roanoke says, "Um, I found out my 16-year-old son is having sex and snuck a girl in the house. Our dog walked through the kitchen with a condom wrapper in his mouth, and my son turned red. As a single mom, do I get his Dad involved,
2: how do I handle this? Well, first of all, let me uh commend your dog because them rappers <laughs> is really hard to swallow, and he he knew by the smell of this that this was very interesting, had never been this before. So, this uh, let me get this outside in the garage where I can see what this really is. That's what so, uh, kudos to the dog, uh, first of all. Uh, secondly, <laughs> you need to get your Stupid. his father involved. And it's mm-hmm. not gonna be the reprimand that you think. But you do need to get the father involved. He's 16. 16. Uh you can forget having the conversation of this is wrong and you shouldn't do this. You, you can you can throw that conversation out the window. Once what? the boy mm-hmm. tastes the fruit, it's it's his quest till he die. It's no backing out of this one. Okay, I done tried it one time, now I'm gonna wait till I get married. Did, that, that conversation you think I what conversation you finna have with this boy the best thing he did was use protection the deed is already done and I'm telling you right now once the deed is done there is you can't close that cupboard door You're that door don't shut mm-hmm. no that, that door don't shut it's it's your whole life quest from that moment on once you get that fruit a piece of that pie yeah. huh mm, okay uh, oh <laughs> At sixty-five, right. mm-hmm. listen to me. You, you what did well it's, earlier? It's the driving force. It makes me feel. It's the whole motivation. Okay. It's why I buy right. cars and jewelry, rings, yeah. swimming Riot pools, houses, oh, yeah. homes, dreams, cars, watches? He's all a, of dreams. It. Yes. <laughs>
6: yes. Yes. Okay, Steve. Thank you, okay. Clo. Right. You made right. your point. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. clear. Uh, Andy, moving on to Andy in Detroit. Andy says, I was initially attracted to my wife because she's wealthy and loves nice things. I have a great job, but she makes a lot more money than I do. Her friends say, I'm an opportunist. Why is it acceptable if a woman marries up, but if a man does it, not so much?
2: Well, you know, it's called double standards, bro. Mm -hmm. you know it's the same reason if a man sleep with everybody in the office he's still Mr. Jackson and if a woman do it she everything but her name Mm -hmm. because it's double standards Uh, and it's such a rarity but when it happens you know I mean but why you letting it bother you but you said you were first attracted to her cause she was wealthy that's what you said he did he did so that was your first attraction and she mm-hmm. liked nice things. Okay, cool. It, it wasn't her eyes. It wasn't her, her dreams, the way she looked at you, the way Mm-mm. she treated you. No, you, you liked her because she was wealthy. So money. now that's what you put out. That's what everybody done picked up on. Because mm-hmm. trust me, bruh, there is no way to hide that. I first got with my wife and fell for her because of she was wealthy. Okay. Well, and loves gone. nice things. And loves nice things. You ain't saying nothing about her being a beautiful person. <laughs> no. How, she, how you could imagine her making a great Love. mother for your children. Yeah. You ain't say none of that. You said that. So now, if you don't think that that's what exudes from your body, hmm. and you don't think other people can pick up on that, especially women, I don't know what to tell you, man. Congratulations. Yeah. You accomplished the mission. Ooh, now you got to live the life. Because I'm telling you mm-hmm. right now, them riches ain't going to last. You're going to need right. to be in love and you're going to need to like somebody. You're going to be committed. Trouble, all right. All a right, whole you, lot of rich women ain't got no men. All right, mm. <laughs> All
6: right. All right. Moving on to Dana in Fairview. Dana says, my husband and I are separated because I sent a picture of my J to him while he was at work. I had never done anything like that, but my coworker said it was it was a way to keep my marriage spicy. He didn't like it. How do I fix things? What? what? The, what the, he ain't <laughs> like it. What happened? <laughs> Yeah, what is it not to like? <laughs> what happened? It was because she sent it at work to him while he was at work.
2: Okay. What? 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 Did <laughs> it hit the. Was it on the text thread with the co workers? <laughs> <laughs> now, Something that was happened. it. Yeah.
5: But I don't say. understand
2: why you separated, though. Yeah. What? Right. So this dude. No, wait, 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 wait. Listen mm-hmm. to me. I want you to pay careful closeness. I want you to pay, pay careful attention to what I'm about to say. Okay. If a man leaves you and separates from you for that reason right there, I can tell you as a man, and I've been a man a long time, that ain't the reason. Uh Uh He is using that as a a reason. Yeah, But Mm -hmm. that ain't no reason. It ain't a man living (laughs) nowhere. If you send him a picture of the promised land that he is going like to stop talking to you and pack his stuff up. Who <laughs> is this guy? What are you talking about? You so, need to look a little bit deeper into this situation. First of all, why did you need to spice up the relationship? Because her co-worker told her to. <laughs> well, but see. <laughs> Something but was see, happening. But see, guess what? Your co-worker told you that because y'all done had some unspicy conversations mm-hmm. about right. your relationship. I agree. Now your co-worker didn't tell you nothing wrong. She was trying mm-hmm. to help you. But your man, because you needed some spicing up, and he needed a out, your mm-hmm. spicy picture of the promised land gave him the out he needed. Ain't no man nowhere leaving his wife, because she sent a picture of her thing to the job. <laughs> <laughs> who? Who is this
6: fool? So, so to her question, uh, Steve, of how do I fix things?
2: what there's uh, nothing no, no, she no. can do no no the thing is not the picture mm-hmm.
0: okay.
2: the thing is the it's real reason he mm-hmm. wants to leave all and right. the real reason you needed to send it to spice up the relationship in the first place yeah, uh, she i promise do. you that's it i agree, Ain't I agree. no dude mm-hmm. nowhere <laughs> what <laughs> all right shorty in pensacola
6: says i'm a waitress at a topless bar one of my married customers offered to pay me a monthly fee for sex if i get two more customers like him i can work from home i'm not big on adultery <laughs> wait i'm not big on adultery so should i only offer my services to single men what
2: shorty <laughs> how <laughs> Shorty, Shorty. you are already considering this business proposition. Make your decision and make your move. You just need two more now.
6: (laughs) All right. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this.
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning
6: You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. We don't always like to talk about certain things, but sometimes we have to. Real talk. 52% of men over 40 experience some form of ED between the ages of 40 and 70. But it's always been a taboo topic. Thankfully, HIMSS is changing that by providing affordable access to ED treatment all online. That's right. HIMSS is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable and discreet sexual health treatments all from the comfort of your couch. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at himscom slash Radio. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Harvey Radio for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com dot com slash Harvey Radio. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Go. All right, time for entertainment news. We gotta say we're so happy that Miss Patty LaBelle, the woman we love, she's a friend to the show. Miss Patty LaBelle is safe. There was a bomb threat at her concert on Saturday night over the weekend, and uh, Miss Patty was in Milwaukee. With, yeah. Uh-huh. M- Right, Miss Patty was whisked off stage. Uh, no problem, she was unharmed. They came and got her. She didn't know what was going on. She was in the middle of the concert. She was. They came to get her. She was like, "What? Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, what? Yeah." They whisked her off stage, so she safely. They will reschedule that concert. So yay, Patty uh, Patty. We're Patty. just happy, Miss Patty Patty. Yes,
2: got a potty though, though didn't
6: you?
0: Yes, yes, yes,
6: she did. She had a beautiful red outfit, too. She beautiful. did. As soon did. as they got her to yeah, the, the city, oh,
2: Miss Patty, we got a bomb threat. Oh, she was down uh-huh. the steps on that golf cart. You know? <laughs> <laughs> she's back in the hotel 10 minutes.
6: Okay. <laughs> We're just happy she's okay. Yeah. Now, um, Trevor Noah said his final farewell to his Daily Show audience after seven years as host. Trevor ended his final episode with thank you to the people who watch, the people who share the clips, everyone who's had an opinion, everyone who's been kind enough and gracious enough. And he was trending on social media all weekend for the emotional shout out he gave to the black women who've shaped his life. Take a listen. People are
3: like, oh, Trevor, you're so smart, and you so, and then I'm like, I'm like, who do you think teaches me, you know? Who do you think has shaped me, nourished me, informed me? you know, from my mom, my grand, you know, my aunt, all these black women in my life. But then in America as well, if you, I always tell people, if you truly want to learn about America, talk to black women. Talk to black women. They are, they're a lot of the reason that I'm here. And so I'm grateful to them. I'm grateful to every single one of you. This has been an honor. Thank you.
6: Yes,
2: Trevor. Thank you, Trevor. The the speech was actually better than that. It's been edited. But what he was saying was Mm -hmm. black women don't have the time mm-hmm. to F and figure it to F figure out. It out. Mm-hmm. No. Black mm-hmm. women, they don't have that luxury. Right. They no, got to don't. get it right now. Ready
6: set, go. Yes. They mm-hmm. can't, because
2: they're responsible for too much. They got they got mm-hmm. their man they looking out for. They got yeah. these kids they looking out for. And that's what it and it was a great, great speech, man. Yes. It really was. A it great really, testimony really to black women. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Yes. You know, thank you Trevor him. thank him for it. Yes. 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 So when mentioning what he was going to do afterwards or next, uh, Trevor said he's going to do everything, everything. He even joked about taking drumming lessons from um, Questlove. And, and we can't course, <laughs> We can't wait to see what he's going to do next. Yeah, what he's working yeah. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know he had the a roots. great run.
3: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. It was Memo of the Roots.
6: Yeah. All right. So, switching gears now to Junior Claus. Junior, your Kears Hope oh. Foundation did its annual toy giveaway this past weekend on Friday. It was Christmas with Junior Claus. Tell us about your event, Junior. Oh,
3: Shirley. Oh, team. It was. It was beautiful, man. I want to thank all the families for showing up with sickle mm-hmm. cell. And the kids, the Santa Claus was there. You know, man. We, I want to thank Magic 107.5, 97.5, 9, the real sound of Atlanta. I, I affiliate they, 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 the the whole Always promotions department. Mm. Gil Jones, Adriana Crosby. I mean, Derek Harper, mm-hmm. Tim Davies. Thank y'all so much for making this a, a wonderful event, man. I had a kid coming there named Caden. He was four. Uh-huh. When he came in, it was like watching the president get off that elevator. He came in just speaking to everybody. Hey, y'all. Hi. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? What's happening? How you doing? Four, four years old. Good, I to, love see Good I love to see it. you. He said, Good yeah. to see you. Hey, Junior, how you feeling? All right. I said, Man, who are you? He wow. said, I'm Kate. At
0: four? At four. He yeah. said, I'm Kate. I, I love said, Do it. you know My who politician. that is?
3: Yeah, he said, I said, Do you know who that is? He said, Yeah, it's Santa Claus. I said, What, what does Santa Claus do? He bring presents. I said, how Aww. do you know this, Kaden? He said, because I'm smart. Uh, yeah, you know, that's boy, right. That's this right. This little boy, Kaden, was the best, man. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was so much fun, man. The joy, the food. Mm-hmm. Everybody, my team, thank y'all so much, man. So, I can't wait to do it again next year. But, you know, this is the eighth year we did it. So, we're yeah. still going. Congratulations. June, back. giving real back. Real good, that's real good, brother. That's what the holidays mm-hmm. are all about. Yes, that's what it's all
2: about. That was one of the things that Joel Osteen talked about this morning, man. He said, mm-hmm. when you are in need and you are really hoping for something, the best thing you could do for yourself is to help somebody else yes. accomplish uh-huh. their day. Today was the first time I've ever seen Joel Osteen cry.
3: Oh, wow, man. He
2: was going back to this story, and man, oh, man, oh, man, the first time, it was the first time I've seen him cry. It was mm-hmm. so emotional watching this man describe his father helping this Spanish church. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really a gripping yeah. moment, man. Wow. I've never seen this guy cry before, and of course, wow. naturally, I'm sitting up there, man, trying to hold and fight back. <laughs> okay. and, but I understand <laughs> it, man. I really, yeah. really do. Can a lot we'll of people stay. don't?
6: Talking about, we're we're talking about giving back and and all the great things, you know, that people are doing. And you do some wonderful things as well. You have a new product that you're, because you're so concerned about our health and and all of that. And people are concerned about their health at the beginning of the year. You have a new product. You know,
2: what happened is, is I've spent a lot of money on doctors. Mm -hmm. You know, just trying to stay healthy, just like Tommy, just like Junior. You know, and health is important, man. And uh, I've spent a lot of money learning about the body sales and things like that. And so I started using some products that I had this guy formulate for me. And mm-hmm. once I started using the product, I felt better. And uh, I'm coming out with a product on January 3rd. It's called Elevate You Daily Vitality Greens. I have found this okay. thing that I take every single day. Increases my energy. I just feel better, and it feeds my sales And I'm gonna show it to the public. It's coming. All you right, we it Everybody forward. feel better, man. Do better.
6: Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, we've got a new sweepstakes this week, and we'll tell you how you can register to win a trip to Vegas for a George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic concert. Okay, we'll tell you about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, so get ready for this. We've got a brand new sweepstakes this week. You can enter the Steve Harvey Morning Show's George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic Flyaway Sweepstakes for your chance to see George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic at the International Theater at Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino on January 14th. One lucky person and a guest will receive round-trip airfare to Las Vegas, two nights, hotel accommodations at Westgate, Las Vegas Resort and Casino, two tickets to the concert, and dinner at Edge Steakhouse. Enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. Thank you, steveharvey.com. For all of this, that is steveharveyfm.com for all of the info. And Steve, I know how you like to go to concerts. You always tell us about uh, the concerts you've gone to in the past. I know you've seen George Clinton, Parliament Funkadelic. Live. What did you wear?
2: <laughs> live.
6: Yes, live. What, well, what I dressed
2: regular wear? for this concert because that was during Mothership Connection years. They was wearing diapers. diapers. And I wasn't <laughs> quite built up for diapers. <laughs> I was still at 150. Uh, I'd have looked like a... Little undernourished, little, a lot of look looked like a UNICEF commercial with a diaper. <laughs> so I didn't wear the diaper, I just wore a regular outfit. But Lord have mercy, George Clinton, uh, uh one of the great members of Omega Sci Fi, will be performing Atomic Dog Live, <laughs> which is still a song mm-hmm. that I don't, uh, it's unexplainable. Mm-hmm. But when it's played, uh-huh. there's a, a nation of men. That is just no. I. It just does something.
6: They come out of the woods. Oh!
2: Mm, There
6: you go. Out. (laughs) Look at you. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Whenever they play this song, they come from everywhere.
0: Yeah, this is a story. Yeah, we know the cues. Uh We know. uh (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we know. Oh, they go. Yes, right. Oh, Tommy, we know. If you don't know this, <laughs>
5: oh my God,
2: they lose their mind. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. uh, uh,
2: uh. yeah. we well, cut it off. <laughs> I can't do a whole minute because see, bros done changed uh hotting a great deal oh. since I pledged. Mm-hmm. Hotting now is sprang and jumping, bouncing, <laughs> oh, knees yeah. up by your chest. Uh-huh. These young boys now got a whole nother set out. Oh, it look good. It's it's uh-huh. powerful. But how long, long can you do it? But you, how
0: long can you do it right, Tommy? I think about
2: two I do about two knee high hops. <laughs> I was with Ricky Smiley one time. Ricky, man, I'm going to teach you the whole thing. I ain't got to know the whole thing. I'm not going to do that. I ain't going to get to it. (laughs) Right on back to what I've been doing. I already knew what this was back in 75. (laughs) Yeah.
6: Again, go to SteveHarveyFM.com for all the info on the George Clinton and Funkadelic concert. Coming up next, we have only 13 days, 13 days until Christmas. And uh, Junior needs some advice from you, Steve. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, Steve, we got Junior through his first Thanksgiving as a married man. Praise the Lord. All good. But Christmas is coming up. It's in 13 days. We know that. And that's the biggest holiday of the year, by far, of course, the most important. So, Junior, here's your yeah. opportunity yet again. Oh. First Christmas
3: with your new wife. Um, yeah. You need some advice for Christmas yeah, I, you, you want to ask him? I'm, I do, Unc. I just need to know this, and I mean, I need an answer from you.
2: I'm telling you right now, before you answer me this question, you've already made one fatal mistake, but go ahead and I'll tell you what it is.
3: Wow. <laughs> already? <At the> gate? <laughs> I, I don't even know. At the gate? not here. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Go ahead and ask the question. I have no idea, uncle. What is she expecting See, for right Christmas? See, right there. Right there. I told you. I, Listen to me. You should have started this purchase on Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you do not wait to think of your wife 12 days before Christmas. It's mm-hmm. too big a holiday. Listen to me. It don't matter what you spend on the wedding. It don't matter how much the ring costs. This is your first Christmas together. It has to be memorable. She will remember this gift and talk oh, yeah. about it all the time. Junior, your ass is in trouble. I am. <laughs> Stupid Uh, ass, (laughs) the hell you wait this long for? No, hell no, you wait this long, but you you got 12 days.
0: You need at least five, six gifts.
2: What? (laughs) I done already bought Marjorie's gift. When did you buy it? Black Friday, Mm -hmm. Black Friday, about two days (laughs) (laughs) ago.
3: Oh, see, all that. Hold hold (laughs) on, Junior,
2: Junior, yeah, but see, I
0: already started looking
2: for it. (laughs) Go ahead, Tommy. I right. got a new car said. already, Junior. That's that bright. That That's than yeah. everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh shit. Oh, but thought. see, what I got her, I had to start looking for it. I finally found it, and then I made the purchase two days ago.
6: Okay. But you're, you're saying Juniors is more important right now because it's its first Christmas. Oh
2: yeah, he, yeah. He yeah. yeah. You, you don't do right this year, uh-huh. you gonna hear about this. You got 12 months to hit this. You need a lot of stuff under that tree, though.
3: So, talk Junior, about
2: this has... for twelve months, dog. You, if you, you don't get Ike it right.
3: Yeah. What you gonna get her? Have you been thinking about it, Junior? Sure. Huh? How am I gonna think about it when I'm at work?
2: You stupid. <laughs> you, can
3: hours, you, work. stupid. you can only have pool. one thought at work. You
2: stupid fool. It's twenty four hours in a day. Twenty yeah, other Junior. hours to be thinking yeah. about her. Let me ask you oh. something, Junior. Have you ever thought to ask her? Just give me some things you'd really love yeah. to have. Yeah. Well, I, no, I, I never I never asked her that. You supposed to ask him that? Mm-mm. No, you ain't supposed to. You have to. <laughs> oh, oh, so I dumb. told
0: you this wasn't going to make it past 2023. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I told you. You.
3: You. No, I told you said it, Tommy. You said it. I,
2: dumb, okay. okay, okay, Junior, but you okay. can
6: start now. So help Okay, I can now start today. So can start now. The, yeah. a, this like, is starting to end.
2: You, you getting over into that Herschel Walker realm of stupidity. No, no, no! He good no, nigga. No. No. That's no, what I'ma use Steve. him as. Example. That's right now. If you don't get this right, and you got me and Tommy been here this whole time, and you thought, see, you but you was getting advice all through the wedding and everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you thought you you thought you had laid it out because you paid for everything. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. thought that was gonna carry over. You don't. They don't okay, carry no. over. Boy, let me tell I'll you something now. My wife told me about the anniversary gift I gave her for our big anniversary this past year. Steve, if you do this, I, I'm I'm good for the rest of the year. She not. Okay. She not. Don't believe that. That's a lie. You knew she mean it. Uh-huh. That's a lie. <laughs> I say That's
5: that a all
0: lie. the time. <laughs> it's a That's a lie. lie. <laughs> you so need on, five need gifts, dog. At least any. five, five golden gifts, man. Golden five rings. At least <laughs> five, five. five gifts.
2: At least so give, three give,
0: him, give three him
2: some minimal.
6: ideas on what he needs to get it. Like, well, we oh. I
2: need to hear money first, because I can just tell him five things to get. Junior, you got yeah, some? You money. have a
3: budget. I, a, yeah, budget. I
2: okay. just need to know what the okay. budget is, Junior.
3: Okay,
2: uh, about a thousand. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Y'all fit to be divorced. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right yeah. A thousand dollars is a lot. A lot. thousand dollars ain't a lot to him, and she know it. Both of them working. Wait, you know how much junior make a year? He gonna spend thousand dollars. Okay, just this marriage is big over. Wedding you spend so a thousand dollars. This marriage is over. Nice talking to you. Oh,
6: Appreciate you listening, junior. It's the nephew in the day. Today's prank phone call. right after this,
5: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is, he tells his sister everything. He tells his sister everything. But we'll get into that in just a bit because right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you
0: got for us, Neff? Well, I'm going deep, 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 deep prank cover. Deep prank cover right here. Let me see here. Really? What you got? I'm down in the prank archives here. I'm uh-huh. down way down deep in there. Deep. This one right here is Ara. Uh, Me <laughs> Not and Ara. Uh, yeah, Ara. Uh, Me uh, and Ara. Boy, my daddy. My daddy could Ara. Uh, boy, uh, boy we go Ara. Uh,
6: <laughs> All my uncles, yes, Ara.
0: Uh, Ara. <laughs> uh, Me and your baby is getting married. Me uh, uh. and your baby mm-hmm. is getting married. Mm-hmm. Or okay. right. today, cat <laughs> dog, if you would. All right. Me and your baby, we getting married. Let's go.
7: Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach. I'm trying to reach uh, Mr. Yes, this is he? Hey, Mr. How you doing? I'm trying. Let me let me make I'm sure up. um I'm calling the right person. Your daughter is Crystal. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got the right person. Hey, listen. Uh, what I wanted to do, Mr. Richards, is call and introduce myself to you, and let you know who I was. My name is Jeff. Uh, Jeff. And I've been uh seeing Crystal. Uh, you know, pretty much like the last five to six months. And I wanted to um let you know that I'm very, very interested in you. And in, 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 I know this kind of crazy for you to get a phone call from me, but I'm. Very interested in, in Crystal right now, and I wanted to, you know, I just wanted to do the man thing and just reach out to your man and say I'm really interested in in, uh, in marrying your daughter. And marrying my daughter?
4: Wait, wait, hold, hold, hold on, man. What 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 did you say your name was again? Uh, my name is Jeff. Jeff. W- okay, uh, Jeff. Jeff. W- Listen, I'm very close with my daughter, and my daughter has never ever mentioned
7: you. I talk with my daughter every day. Wow. I don't know what that's about, but it's been like about five, close to six months that me and Crystal been, you know, going out, you know, up here at the school. But what I want to do is tell you that I, I really, really, really like Crystal, man. I, uh, and I want to call and tell you that, you know, I'm really, really interested in marrying Crystal. You know, I mm-hmm. want, I, I really do want Crystal to be my wife. Mm-hmm. Well,
4: Again, I've never heard of you before, and my daughter has never ever mentioned you. My daughter isn't dating anybody
7: right now. my daughter's in grad school I understand that, and you know we you know it has been you know we've been you know a little back and forth or whatever, but you know the main thing is me and Krista really you know we really we really do love each other miss I want um
4: okay, but if you love my daughter, she would have told me that she was in love with someone.
7: But you know what, you know, and, and, and maybe it's a situation where Krista is like a little, maybe a little uneasy about talking to you about it. You know what I'm saying? My daughter can talk to me about anything. We talk every day. Right, right. Just, just like you, I talk to my daughter every day. Your daughter? And how old is your daughter? My daughter's 15.
4: Hold, 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 hold on one minute, man. You said your daughter was 15. Right, right, right. Okay, well, how old are you? I'm 46. 46? You're six
7: years old, and you want to marry my twenty five year old daughter? Huh? Hey, 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 hey! hey, hey f- let me say this right here: love ain't got no limit, man. And I understand. I, you know, I was a little shocked at first about the uh, the age difference between us. But you get, you know what, man? I'm
4: more shocked than me.
7: Okay, and I understand that. But what I'm trying to explain to you, man, is that it, it come a time, man. When you just, you just don't know what's gonna happen, man. Love just, love is love, man.
4: And you've been locked up on parole at the university on work release and met my daughter.
7: Yeah. How long were you locked man, up? I'm going I'm, to I'm I'm say this, man. Crystal is just a beautiful person, man.
4: Hold on, man. You calling me at the blue with all this shit. Look, man, I'm at work. I got a lot of work on my damn desk. And you calling me telling me he, uh, a former jailbird wants to marry my daughter, my 25-year-old daughter? And you damn near 50, you damn near my age, you want to marry my daughter? Man, I am not trying to talk to you about this. Shit. What I need to do is I need to talk to Crystal and get to the bottom
7: of this. That's what the hell I need to do. Hey, and I understand that, Mr. You you was probably going to want to talk to her, and I ain't got no problem with that. What I'm trying to explain to you is that, man, love ain't got no limit, man. It's just something that happened. Crystal loved me, I love her, and, and, it, and it is what it is. I just want to try to get your blessings on this. You
4: can't get my. Blessings, you lost your mind. How the hell are you, jailbird, going to marry my daughter? Man, my daughter's been to private school all her damn life. She was on the dance since all four years of college, and she's going to grad school. And are you going to marry my
7: daughter that you met on your work release? Hey, miss. I understand that. What I'm, what I'm trying to explain to you that, you know what, man? Sometimes love is right the second time around. You understand what I'm saying?
4: What the hell you mean the second time?
7: I got kids already. What I'm trying to say is it didn't work out with me on the first time. What I wanted to do, man, is just call you and solidify the culinary experience. Culinary culinary <laughs> got to do with food. What the hell are you talking
4: about? Look.
7: Look, 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 look. I got to talk to
4: my daughter. I'm going to call Crystal, and I'm going to find out what the hell is going on. Because, look, man, I'm
7: not even trying to have this conversation with you. And I Mr. I understand all me. that. I understand what you're saying. What I want to say to you is this right here. Crystal is 25. I, I, even if you don't agree with this here, we're going to elope and make sure that and we man, get... Met. Look here. You ain't doing a thing with my daughter
4: unless it's my... Look here, man. You ain't doing with my daughter. I don't even know your jailbird You ain't doing I'ma call my daughter, find out who you really are. you lost your mind. If you think your old jailbird is gonna be marrying my daughter, my daughter's got a future. You ain't got shit. What the hell is wrong with you? You lost your mind. I'm not finna sit in the city and go back and forth with you, Mr. Me and Crystal getting married. That will not happen under any circumstances. Not I don't care what you think the circumstances are, me and Crystal getting married. That's that it. Not, Crystal love um, I, mean, I, I don't know who, you you are, I know who the hell you think you are, but is wrong with you. How about that's that? what it's gotta be. I
7: got one more thing I need to say and then me and Crystal just gonna come over there and uh, 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 drive down there and tell you exactly what's going on in our life right what, now. What? You, know, you tell
4: me what, what you got to say to me?
7: Are you listening to me? Yes, what the hell you got to say to me? I got to say this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? You just got pranked by your daughter Crystal and her boyfriend. <laughs>
4: oh, ain't this some? <laughs> <laughs> I'm outside my job, <laughs> <laughs> and
7: people
4: looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn,
7: Joe. <laughs> hey. Man, your baby girl just wanted to put a smile on your face, man. I gotta ask you, what is, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land?
4: Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm gonna get your ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know they are. Uh, they have brought up the subject matter about. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. First of all, incredible prank incredible prank. Well, not i Let sorry, me first say though. that. Praise let yourself. me say
6: that. I'm sorry, yeah. but first, give yeah. your own self praise. Yeah. Right. First
0: I want to give an honor to pranks.
6: Uh,
0: all right, all prank praisers and all prank praise dancers because I do that's starting to be a part of the equation as well. But uh, uh you know they're talking about All uh, right. Uh, uh, All right. They're band. talking about a a a hall of fame. Well not they, they the prank hall of fame is what they're talking about. That's okay. what they talking about. So I'm, I'm grateful of that. Yeah. That, that they no such about a thing. It. Right. Uh,
2: and they what, is you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Say it,
6: Steve.
0: In the prank right hall
2: there. of fame. I'm tired of this uh, man. I don't know why y'all be sitting here letting him talk like this. You know, good and hell and, and, well. It ain't no they it's you. All, All right, patient, coming
6: up next coming up next strawberry letter. The subject is he tells his sister everything. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning
1: Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
0: Prudential knows that no community is a monolith and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they are actively engaging in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they pledge a staggering one billion dollars to programs partner and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities it's not just about dreaming anymore it's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com blueprints
6: it is time now for today's strawberry letter and if you need advice on relationships on sex, on work, on parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com by clicking Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could. I said it could
0: be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The Strawberry Letter. Is that
6: sexy, Tommy? Or To no? him it is. Uh, <laughs> sound not a little scary, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Little dark,
0: little dark Vader in there, was Yeah. You? <laughs> All
6: right, subject. He tells his sister everything. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been together for six years and married for two. His sister and I worked together in high school, and after we graduated, we lived together until I started dating her brother. It was awkward because she was all up in our business and even walked in on us having sex once. I was ready to move out, and he suggested we get an apartment together. His sister was at our apartment every night for the first week, claiming she was afraid to stay alone. I put an end to that quickly, and she ended up resenting me. So now that I'm married to her brother, she comes at me rude and wrong a lot. He asked me to take... To, to look over her and uh, he says she's jealous because I have a man and she doesn't. On the other hand, he keeps bringing her into our relationship by telling her all of our business. She made a stride remark about me being anemic saying she hopes I don't pass out during sex because I won't take iron pills. I let that slide but I yelled at my husband later. She told my mother-in-law not to expect any grandbabies soon because I still want my husband to wrap it up during sex. It's been one thing after another, but the final straw was when I overheard my husband telling her that he wishes I was a bit more submissive and not a headstrong black businesswoman in pursuit of a career. He's told me that, too, but he knows I'm not slowing down anytime soon and I'm about to open another salon suite for nails. It seems like the two of them team up to hate on me together. And at this point, he gossips to her like a woman. Why does he feel the need to share so much? with his sister when he knows she's hateful. Is he a hater too? You know, the way I see it is this. You have two huge problems. You have your husband and yes, you have your hating sister, sister-in-law, his hating sister. And, and there is a reasonable amount of jealousy on her part. Um, but one thing for sure, you don't have to guess about what your husband told his sister. He told her that he wishes you were more submissive and you were not a headstrong black businesswoman in pursuit of a career. Now, whatever that means, you heard him say it with your own ears and you said, Said he told you the same thing, but you're not slowing down. Why would he tell his sister-in-law that that? It's the question. You know, why does he tell her anything? Uh, clearly, you know, there's a problem here. It's both communication and resentment. And, and why aren't you guys, meaning you and your husband, talking about this? He resents the fact that it sounds like that you work too much, you're a boss, and, uh, you know, you resent him for telling his sister everything. His sister does not respect your Marriage boundaries. Uh, But then again, your husband just invites her in. So she feels like she has free reign and can say whatever she wants. He's wrong for that. But I still think the problem between you two is communication. You're both frustrated with each other, him because you work and you're headstrong, he says. And, uh, you know, you guys are going to have to try and work this out. You're frustrated and resent him because he tells his sister everything. Um, I, I just think if you guys could really hear each other, you could probably reach some sort of compromise. Um, Your problems aren't that bad, though. I'm going to tell you that, honestly. Your problems aren't that bad. I mean, at least you guys aren't cheating on each other and stuff like that. But if you guys could just sit down and have a conversation, I think a lot of this stuff could be cleared up and keep his sister, tell him, please, to keep his sister out of the marriage. Steve?
2: Well, he tells his sister everything. I know exactly why he does this. I'll save it for the end case there's a woman out there that's struggling with this with her man, which it is, a lot of this happens. Uh, my husband and I have been together for six years, married for two. His sister and I worked together in high school, and after we graduated, we lived together. So now, this is a 20-year-old couple, or 24-year-old couple. Yeah. If you graduated at 18 and he been together... Six years, we're looking at about 24, 24, 25. Mm -hmm. His sister and I worked together in high school, and after we graduated, we lived together, until I started dating her brother. So it was after they graduated, they lived together, let's say another year, then started dating the brother, and it got a little awkward, because she was all up in their business, and even walked in on us having sex once. All right? I was ready to move out, and he suggested that we get an apartment together. So now, this was his idea. His idea. This is a critical piece of this letter. This was his idea to move out and get an apartment together. But his sister came over to y'all's apartment every night for the first week, claiming that she was afraid to stay alone. Because you and the sister, you and the sister were roommates for a while. Mm -hmm. I put an end to that quickly, and she ended ended up resenting me. You moved out because she was all up in y'all business. She didn't want you to move out, but it was her husband's idea after you said you wanted to move out. It was your husband's idea, her brother's idea to say, hey, let's get an apartment together. Now the resentment started. And now you're married to a brother. She comes at you rude and wrong a lot. And the reason she comes at you rude and wrong a lot is because she's lonely bitter and needs a relationship of her own.
1: I don't and mind. Like, it's the devil's
2: playground. You ain't got no relationship of your own. You got time to get in other people's business. That's all. We'll be back. Yeah, that's true.
6: All right. <clears throat> we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's subject, he tells his sister everything. We'll get back into it right after this.
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is he tells his sister
2: everything. Well, he does all the time. You and the girl were friends in high school. Y'all worked together. Y'all such good friends. Y'all got an apartment together. Until you started dating her brother. Y'all been together six years now. And uh, because you started dating her brother, it got a little awkward. She stayed in your business and walked in on y'all having sex one time. Well, you said enough of this. I'm moving out. I can't take this no more. The brother, which is your husband now, decides, hey, let's get us an apartment together. You said okay, but every day of the first week, she was over there every night because she said she couldn't sleep alone. Now, remember now, this was your husband, her brother's idea to get the apartment. Mm -hmm. And the reason she's in y'all's business and she comes at you rude now because she resents you because you put a stop to her coming over. She comes at you rude and wrong a lot because she's lonely, bitter, and need a relationship of her own. He asked me to look over her and say she's jealous because you got a man and she don't. All right, I just said that, but that that don't help your situation out. On the other hand, he keeps bringing her entire relationship by telling her all y'all business. She made a snide remark about me being anemic, saying she hope I don't pass out doing sex because I won't take iron pills. I don't take iron pills myself.
6: Have you ever passed out?
2: Uh Uh-uh. Damn near, but not quite.
6: (laughs) Not because it's low iron.
2: (laughs) I don't know if going to sleep immediately and passing out is the same thing, but I've had (laughs) that experience before. I uh, I let that slide, but then you yell at your husband later. She told your mother-in-law not to expect any grandbabies soon because I still want my husband to wrap it up doing sex. Man, your husband just running his mouth. Anemic, yes. You anemic, you need iron pill. You know, right. you making him wear a condom. He just running his damn mouth. I'm going to tell head you head. why that is in a minute and in a second. Uh-oh. It's been one thing after another, but the final straw when you overheard your husband telling his sister that he wishes I was a bit more submissive and not a headstrong black businesswoman in pursuit of a career. Hmm, that's interesting. What is, she, what is she supposed to be? Well, he told me that too. But he know I'm not slowing down anytime soon. I'm about to open up another salon suite for Nail. Now, she says, it seems like the two of them team up to hate me together. And at this point, he gossips to her like a woman. Why does he feel the need to share so much with his sister when he knows she's hateful? Is he a hater too? Well, let me answer all those questions for you. Number one, obviously this goes back to their past. They were very close growing up. now, Here's what your husband is. Your man is a sister boy. What is a sister boy, Steve? Oh, not a mama's <laughs> That's uh-huh, the not same a thing uh-huh. as a mama's boy, uh-huh. except he tucked up under his sister. Mm. Sometimes you can be closer to your sister than your mother if you all grow up close in a relationship, even as a child. Mm. And there are a lot of sister boys out there, which is almost as bad as a mama's boy. Except sister boy is an unknown term, so you don't know what to call him. Well, I just gave it to you. You're married to a sister boy. He <laughs> was so close to his sister growing up that closeness has remained, and they're friends. And friends tell each other everything. That's why I was never friends with my sister. Because what I was doing, is no way I could repeat to my sister. <laughs> <laughs> You, on the other hand, have the direct opposite. So now let me introduce you to a new term. Your man is a sister boy. He's closer to his sister than his mother. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he latches on to not the apron strings, but the friendship. All right? And now let me share something else with you. You asked, why does he feel the need to share so much with his sister when he knows she's hateful? The answer to that question is, your man, listen to this one carefully, has at least one unmanly characteristic. Because running your private business about your woman to other people is not respected or known as a manly characteristic. So your man mm-hmm. has one unmanly characteristic, and it's a dangerous characteristic to have. Because now he running his mouth. He gossiping. Yeah. See, you can't gossip about your woman to your boys because we know not to do that. I ain't sitting up with my boys to my man, my girl, be talking about this, and she wear this, and she say this, and that. I don't do that. And I sure can't do that to no other woman. So now you got a dangerous situation. Lastly, but not least, Not, not, last, but not least, You asking when he knows she's hateful. Is he a hater too? They are both haters. And you saw the signs of this before you married him. But you married him anyway. You knew they was too close before you got married. You saw the signs. You knew who he was before you married him. He been scared of his sister and his mama the whole time. So now you got a sister's boy. Congratulations. Good luck. But you can put a stop to this by saying if you tell one more damn thing, I'm going to slap all the flavor out your mouth. (laughs) Sister boy.
6: All right. (laughs) I like sister boy. All right. Hit us up on Instagram at steveharveyfm.com. And um, if you want to comment on today's Strawberry Letter, you can also check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up next, it is Sports Talk with Junior. And he's ready. So you be ready right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, it is that time. It is that time for Sports Talk with Junior. What you got, Junior?
3: All right, Shirley. Well, first, let's say congratulations to USC's quarterback, Caleb Williams, as he won the Heisman Trophy Saturday night. Caleb. Oh, yeah. yeah, the USC, man. Congratulations, man. That boy accepted, nice. man, and thanked his daddy, man. That boy was up there crying, man, all the time his dad put in with him, man. So congratulations to him. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, he, he, his dad was up there balling, man. He, he just really thanked his dad for making him who he was as a player. And so, uh it, you know, congratulations, Caleb Williams. Also, man, well, wasting no time. Deion Sanders, huh? got his first top recruit out of the 300 ESPN 300 as a running back named Dylan Edwards out of Kansas. He is going to Colorado to play for the Colorado Buffalo. And, you know, you were saying something earlier about Deion, man. What do they expect him to do? He is not going to be the answer for all HBCUs. He's just he's not, not... supposed to be. He's not supposed to be. I, I think See, all this, the great stuff he did for these kids, for these young boys, is, man, he ain't just about football. He making them better men, making them graduate.
2: Dion's problem is the same problem that all of us have who accomplish anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Black
2: people are the only race of people who are responsible for the actions of one another. We are held... To a level of expectation that no one else is, and it's unfair. Look, man, when one white person makes a move to upgrade his life, white people don't come behind him. You are obligated to us. Asian people make—Jewish and people can do it. I don't care who does it. You can do what you want to do. We are the only race of people that's held responsible for the actions of one another. I'll give you an example when I just worked a regular job. News story would come on TV at night. Uh, Black Rob's Liquor Store or uh, Details at 11. Hey, Steve, did you know the guy last night robbed liquor store? No, no, I don't. No, I don't. I don't know his name. <laughs> Do ass. you know him? I never him? met him, you know him, and I'm not responsible for him. Man, what are these guys thinking about? I don't know what them guys is thinking about, because yeah, yeah. I don't rob liquor stores. Right, right. But right. then amongst ourselves, we are the worst perpetrators of it. And we want to hold Dion back instead of him moving forward. And this doctor that was on The Charlemagne Show and The Breakfast Club that really lit in the Dion, I want to ask him, what HBCU do you teach at? And how much of your money have you dedicated to HBCU? These black celebrities ought to give all their money to HBCU, mad at Dr. Dre because he gave $70 to USC. You have no idea the deal Dr. Dre cut to give that money for that school. How many black students will now go to USC because of what Dr. Dre? You don't even know. You just be running your damn mouth. It just makes All me right.
6: sick. All right. You're right, Steve. Coming up at the top of the hour, if you didn't know, Nephew Tommy has a Christmas song. We're going to hear it right after this.
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury
0: Prudential knows that no community is a monolith and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they are actively engaging in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they pledge a staggering $1 billion dollars to programs partner and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities it's not just about dreaming anymore it's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints
6: All right, so all of the Steve Harvey Nation veterans know that Nephew Tommy has a lot of people in his head. We all know that. They used to come out all the time and perform with him here on the show and then on stage at his comedy shows. Well, a few years ago, the people in Tommy's head, all of them got together and made a hit Christmas song. (laughs) <laughs> they got in the studio Yes, <laughs> they yeah. did They got in the studio and cranked one out, girl You want to
0: hear it? Here we yeah, go Oh yeah. <laughs> boys and girls Santa has come To eat your chicken meat. out through the hood, me and my boy try to feel real good, try to keep it real on the Christmas Eve night, don't want no trouble, don't want no fight, I remember Christmas this ain't no trick. And black eyed peas it, oh, and Yo, Yo. That's gone. it right there Okay, can't. Stay
3: Stay you the My mama
0: you. Okay. I'm okay. okay. Can't oh, <speakingarl> <red groupidae> <truths> What are you talking about? It. all heard a
5: car?
0: We had a caprice. It was raggedy, too. It was raggedy, too. It was raggedy, too. Ha ha ha. She threw that snow. I said, three wheel roller skates. Stop. OK, I do? What did you just got to You? What did you just say? Oh, I said, I said, three wheel roller skates. Why you, today, oh, oh. why you today, tripping down? Oh. Why did you say the three wheel? three-way the sky. That makes no sense. You just making no sense. You're messing up the entire song. I hey, got first love. I'm the one invited you. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I right, I'm the one invited you to come be on the uh, single with me for Christmas. So you know what? I'm the real. This right here. This right time. Don't let us do nothing. Straight up. <laughs> oh. Up. oh my god! Oh my
2: god! Hey man, hey man, that was so Plastic. damn good, man. That was so yeah. damn good. Mm-hmm. Oh let me tell you god. something, man. I miss all them. I miss Eugene, man. We, man, we had some great fun with them. Okay. Oatmeal was mm-hmm. my dude. Oatmeal. See this hill? See this hill? That's why. God, yeah. See that's why Tommy <laughs> don't let us do nothing. <laughs> Hold on! Hold on! <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! What did you just say? Uh, <laughs> you. Oh, I don't well, make any dog! Sense. I'm the one invited you on this show. <laughs>
5: yeah. Oh my <laughs> God!
2: Oh, that was classic.
5: Yes, mm. very mm. classic. Great, great radio studios. man. Got the food <laughs> in there. I look
2: back on some of the greatness that was created on this show uh-huh. that we had to stop doing for various reasons. We had some great ones, boy. Mm. Oh man! Yeah. Slave theater was one of all. Awesome okay.
5: <laughs>
6: That is buried and dead. Okay. Coming well, up in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we, we revived it. Yeah. <laughs> Great job, though, nephew. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Well, we got another baby. Uh, to add to the musical family, I guess you could say, 53-year-old Sean Diddy Combs. Sean Diddy Love oh, Combs. Excuse oh, me.
0: I Since... thought this was Nick. But go
6: ahead. <laughs> no, not Nick. Not this time. But there might be a little competition here. I don't know. Anyway, Sean Diddy Love Combs sent social media into a frenzy on Saturday of this past weekend when he announced the birth of his sixth child, a daughter what? that he named after himself. Her name is Love Sean Combs. Love, Sean Combs, okay? Love is her first name. Diddy tweeted, I'm so blessed to welcome my baby girl, Love, Sean Combs, into the world. Uh, Mama, Com- Mama Combs, Quincy, Justin, Christian, Chance, Delilah, Jesse, and myself all love you so much. God is the greatest. The mother of baby love was not released. Um, but everyone was like, what? Now, how old did he go to be at graduation?
0: How old is Diddy. <laughs> it 51. Do the math. I don't know. How much he wore? He's 53. Yeah. And did it big as Luther now. You see how big that is? Did it big. What? Big yeah. I'm sorry. I hey, I saw him trying is? to dance down the runway. He he big as Luther. What? Take that. He take looked that. Like, take that. He looked like house is not a home. Yeah. I'm just trying to tell you. He looked, <laughs> he looked it. <laughs> Even though it was a song, he looked. Bad, well, he's
3: still getting boy. busy though. He's still exercising,
6: evidently, because he got a baby. <laughs> but congratulations, Diddy! Congratulations! Yeah.
3: <laughs>
6: congratulations! <laughs> All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right guys, it is time now for a round of Would You Rather? Would you rather go caroling, Christmas caroling shirtless in the snow or would you or would you sleigh ride with your ex? Would you rather sleigh ride with your ex? Oh, wait, so the, caroling shirt? shirtless, Christmas caroling shirtless, no shirt in the snow when mm-hmm. it's cold or a sleigh ride with your ex?
0: Would you rather do that? Okay. No, I'm not doing nothing with my ex. I'm out there butt naked in that there. Joy
3: in the hell to the world.
2: Put <laughs> Yo, your here? shirt on, dog. We are not being butt I, naked. We just said a shirt. I, I, out there singing uh, with a hot mug of Theraflu. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Knowing you're going to get pneumonia. Knowing yeah. it.
2: And don't
6: care. <laughs> All right. Would you rather pecans and marshmallows in your yams or eggs in your mac and cheese? Which
0: one? Neither. Nah, nah, no,
2: no, no, no. You're going to go on and put them pecans and uh, uh, Marshmallow. marshmallows on top of them yam. What okay. you're not fitting to do
6: <laughs>
2: is put no egg in these mac and cheese. That ain't what you're fitting to do. No <laughs> way. No.
6: All right. Would yeah. you rather have sex one time with your celebrity crush? Okay, if you know, provided it's okay. One time with your celebrity crush, or would you rather have a dream vacation for Christmas? Mm.
0: B. Oh, to hell with that vacation! I'm, I'm, what? Yeah, B. I what? just got
3: married, fool. B. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> good answer, Junior. <laughs> yes.
0: Good answer, Junior. Stupid ass going. A couple, all me the and things. Hadley finna get this cracking for twenty four hours. Me and <laughs> Hadley. What?
3: And when that's over, what you doing?
0: Uh-huh. I, don't know what I, I don't give a damn what I'm doing after that. But good answer,
3: oh, really? Junior. That,
0: yes. For, from good the Good
3: answer, new, Junior. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Dream vacation. Because you're mm-hmm. still trying to figure out what Christmas gifts is. See, and that'd be a great Christmas gift. A yeah. <laughs> dream vacation. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
6: There you go, Junior. Oh, no, mm. You're learning. You're
3: uh-huh. learning. You're learning. Uh-huh. You that. okay. okay. That's one. Okay.
0: All right. Okay. With Get her a Deshaun Watson spa treatment. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> for Christmas. Wow.
6: Crazy. Man, what? You just shots fired, huh?
5: Wow! <laughs> Last no,
6: break, it was Diddy. This <laughs> <one>? Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't listen to him, Junior. Uh, All right. right, here's here's one. Would you rather buy each family member a Christmas gift or would you just rather give gift cards? Would you rather go and actually buy them a gift me? or would
0: you rather me mm-hmm. be. Yeah, give them me. gift We do all that at Walgreens. Them. They got all of them, Amex. They got all of them right there. Right. <laughs> so we you just go Starbucks. in there and Christmas mm-hmm. shopping done. Check. Pick up my medication and get them gift cards at the same time. Yes, sir.
6: <laughs> Such a convenient. That's a win-win. <laughs> a win is a win, right? Yes. <laughs> All right, that's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up next, our last break of the day. And, of course, at 49 minutes after, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey
1: Morning Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. feels just right don't miss it mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel save the date at new-qx80.com 2025 QX80 coming this summer
6: All right, guys here we are the Christmas countdown is here this is our last break Junior you had a lot to think about
3: as far as gifts for your wife I don't know nothing you know what (laughs) to get yet uh, yeah I know one thing he said like a dream vacay. I thought about that that's one thing i can do Okay that. that's good
0: That's for two money, people Jordan. now that's you and her you know That's that, a right. lot of
2: money You, you can't not, just sit out no, there no, by yourself no,
3: no. It's not a lot to go down here it's not a lot to go down here to stay downtown in Atlanta that's not a lot
2: You think a dream dude? vacation for no dream that. you That's <laughs> your ragged ass dream
0: that ain't no
2: <laughs> stupid that's a homeless person's dream <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you go in there and tell your wife you got a vacation. Stay down at the Doubletree and see what happened to your ass. So that's not a good
3: idea. Okay. Boy, special. dream vacation
2: no. is not a room at the Doubletree. You ain't even going to get a sweet. What else is on the list? Probably Maui, and get them take, two cookies. Take it
0: to Maui. What? Hawaii. Yeah, Maui. What? Hawaii.
2: Maui? Yeah.
3: You know how far that is? Mm. What you say, Junior, hey, hey, Junior, vo- Junior? Volcano and stuff. Right hey Junior, yeah. Junior,
2: Junior, Junior, Junior. They got this thing now. They got this thing out now. I know if you're familiar, it. they call them airplanes.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yes, he knows what an airplane. Yeah, I
2: know that. Huh? Is. Oh, okay. Well, they but, but, built to travel got, long distances.
3: Yeah, but where we got eight hours? That's sixteen hours.
2: Oh, okay.
3: But that's how you get here, babe. That's, yeah, that's... I know, but Carlos, she don't need to go can't... over there. Why would we go all the way to Maui when New Orleans is right there? Why could we why why compare go? there are comparing Paradise, Hawaii. Boy, <laughs> you think them two places
2: is the same? You need to cut <laughs> your little dreams off.
3: <laughs> you
2: know how to should... get to the courthouse? Because that's where your ass is going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With some divorce
6: papers.
3: Start small and build up, but...
2: <laughs> no, it's okay. It's over. Okay. I'm
3: not mad at a weekend it's getaway over. to New Orleans. That's yeah. not bad, Junior. You know well, her Oh, uh, Tosh get. from
2: down. Everybody want to go down now.
3: I said I'm not mad at that for her girls. Maybe oh, like God. a weekend getaway. He can't he do ain't, what you do. He I can't buy yeah, it got for Got your sure. money.
2: Like My closing remark.
3: <laughs> he got <laughs> <So> mad. You <laughs> all better help him so he, this, he
6: can stay married.
2: Now. now. He now he he will start listening. He, Hey y'all, my closing remarks is gonna be really, really uplifting because I want to teach, I want to show people something that I ran across. And actually ran across this. It was on the news. And I was watching this guy, and I wanted to show, I wanted to show us how powerful we are when we act. These are facts. I can't show it to you, but I want to read it to you, and I want you to understand now this man was talking about georgia votes by race how georgia votes by race in the election the original election in november when warnock and Herschel walker and the libertarian were on the ballot white people were 59.5 percent of the votes black people were 26.2 percent of the votes unknown was 9% 0.6 hispanics 2.3 asians 2.0 and american indians were 0.3% in the runoff here is what happened in the runoff here is the percentage of people who voted whites went from 59.5% of the vote they dropped down to 55.1%. The unknown people who were 9.6% in the original election, they dropped down to 9.2%. The Hispanics went from 2.3% in the regular election down to 1.7% of the vote in the runoff. Asians went from 2.0 to one8 in the runoff, and then American Indians stayed consistent of them voted the same in the runoff, 0.3%. Here is what happened to the black vote. In the election, 26.2% of the votes were cast by black people. In the runoff, listen to me carefully, 31.9% of the vote were cast by black people. Blacks were the only one whose numbers increased in the runoff than the regular election. How good is that? How much does that show? And listen to me. Had we not gone to the polls in record numbers, Herschel Walker would be senator. But you know what? We sent a message to the Republican conservative party, that how dare you try to determine for us what is best for us. When you put a person like Herschel Walker up and represent him as an African American to African American voters, when your ass tried to be slick and split the black vote by putting your proposed black up, you don't tell us who black black is. You don't tell us what black is. You don't tell us what it is to be black. You don't tell us how to feel about being black. And you certainly do not have the the right to pick for us who to represent us. It backfired. We showed you something. Congratulations to all the population in Georgia for stepping up and voting. Congratulations, man. I mean, that was big. To go from 26% of the vote to 31%, up uh, 5%, and everybody else dropped, That shows you who we really are. We are voting forever. I told y'all that before, but you didn't believe it. But we're voting from now on forever. Congratulations. That's that. Y'all have a great day. Talk to God today, y'all. he loved love to hear.
6: For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules,
1: visit steveharveyfm.com.
5: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
6: at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.